Welcome to episode four of the Walk and Talk podcast. I'm your host, Greg Johnson, and today's topic is in the kitchen and talking about a question that people have for me, and I guess it's sort of a common topic of discussion for everybody, is regarding your kind of daily nutrition and food routine. And so um, I'm just going to get started with my normal program here that I do. For breakfast, whenever I I can, I try to stay focused on having some kind of lean, um, healthy protein. And there are all kinds of patties. Let me just walk over to our auxiliary fridge. And um, there are different kinds of, you've probably heard of Morningstar is a company that produces like artificial chicken patties and uh, you know, there are a variety of companies that make protein patties. Trader Joe's is a good source for these kinds of products. And um, for a period of time, I was buying extra of the Morningstar products. And I'm just going to grab one here right out of the freezer. This is one of their products that they call as a new barbecue flavor. Barbecue chicken nuggets, veggie classic. I have a few bags of this left, and I am going to probably try to finish these up. They also have that in a patty, uh, buffalo chicken patty, etc. All vegetarian-based. But what you're going to notice is that the serving suggestion here for these little nuggets is four. That might not be too filling, so maybe you'll have six or eight, right? And uh, it's 200 calories and 23 grams of carbs per serving. So if you have let's just say eight of those, you'd have 400 calories, um, 46 grams of carbs. Total sugars at that point would be 10 grams of sugar. So the carbs start to add up, and that's my point. So with any of these kind of breaded products, you're going to get a significant number of carbs. Now, an equivalent product is the Trader Joe's high-protein burger, and that is 260 calories per patty. So that's that's quite a bit of calories. That's you're not putting any mayonnaise on that. You know, you're just eating the raw patty, no bun. Um, but it's relatively low in carbs. So compared to that Morningstar option, this has 12 grams of carbs for one patty. So two patties would be 23 grams. The protein is significant. The Trader Joe's high protein veggie burger. If you have a couple of those, that's super filling, and that's 52 grams of protein right there. So I do try to start the day with that, some kind of a, a good protein. And what I've been shifting to then is trying to get away from products that would be high in carbs to products that have you know, maybe lower calories, lower carbs, etc. So what I'm holding in my hand right now, also from Trader Joe's, is a product they call the Italian Sausage-less Sausage. And there are a number of these kind of imitation hot dogs, imitation bratwurst, imitation sausage. This one has a good flavor. I like it. Uh, it has some good ingredients. It does not claim on the front of the package here to be organic or anything, but it's, it's made from soy. Um, but you can really, you know, taste some of the, uh, well, here, for example, I'll just read. It says uh, spices, natural flavors from plant sources, um, but there, there's just a lot of good flavor there. And let me give you the rundown on the basics of the nutrition. I usually look at the three C's, calories, cholesterol, 
and carbs. So zero cholesterol here because it's animal, uh, not animal-based. It's plant-based. The calories are 150 for one link, and carbs are 7 grams for one link. So two of those would definitely be filling. That would be 300 calories total and 14 grams of carbs. And total sugars, if you have two, would be two grams of sugar. So that is a very appealing option. And it tastes great. It's maybe not as indulgent as something that has a lot of breading on it. But, you know, part of this is making like these little micro shifts in your habits. Um, not such big steps that you your body kind of rejects it and you go back to you know, having cheesecake for breakfast or something. But no, you know, try to shift from like breaded veggie protein patties to non-breaded veggie protein patties. When you make those kind of small shifts and develop new habits, it can have a huge impact. Um, here's another product. This one is from the company that's called Tofurky. And the title of this, these are available in a lot of different stores. The title of the product is Plant-Based Original Sausage Italian. And the rundown on the nutritional uh, elements here is um, the calories for one link, and they're, they're pretty sizable, 270 calories for one of those. And so if you, you know, are going to go ahead and have two, that's 340, no, uh, sorry, sorry, 540 calories uh, with two of those. So the um, cholesterol zero, again, right? But if we look at carbs, that would be 20 grams of carbs, 4 grams of sugars, but 48 grams of protein. So there again, looking at those three Cs, eliminating cholesterol, getting some good uh, protein, also low carbs, low calorie relatively. When these dense protein products get in your body when you're eating these, you tend to be, a person tends to be pretty satisfied and filled um, with that. So you'll find you'll be uh, not, you won't be snacking as much throughout the day if your body is feeling well-nourished and full. So if you have, that's the thing about carbs, if you think about it, you know, um, some foods and products, some things just reduce your cravings, exercise in the right intensity and duration and amount uh, can actually reduce your hunger. Um, but sugar is like a, a hunger appetite enhancer, and that's what carbs do. So, um, you know, the more you can kind of get sugar out of your system, the better. And um, so when you're eating these carbs, they're not like a dense protein. They just kind of get you going and wanting more. There was a Doritos ad, you may remember, maybe it's still around, but they they used to boast, bet you can't eat just one. And that's because, you know, Doritos and other products are made to be practically addictive, you know. So what you want to avoid, you, it, there's kind of a sweet spot where, uh, no pun intended, you want to find products that are tasty enough that you'll continue to be eating them, you know, not so unpleasant to eat that you're going to just give up. But 
I sort of like to have this philosophy that I'm going to avoid things that are so delicious that I just want to eat the whole bag or box or can or whatever the thing is. Uh, and there, I, I sort of feel like I don't trust foods like that. Like something's wrong there. They've they've put in you know like MSG or some sort of flavor enhancers or something to get people to just consume too much. So that's the little tidbit on protein. These particular sausageless sausage patties that I'm using this morning from Trader Joe's, uh, the Italian ones, are much better. They taste much better when you have them cooked on a, a skillet or a griddle. Um, I'm going to be heating these up in the microwave uh, just to conserve on time today. And I have uh, a, an appointment coming up here, a phone support that I'm going to be providing. So I want to get this show done quickly. But when you heat this and other foods in a microwave, I know some of you out there are probably purists and you'd say, oh, no, don't use a microwave at all. The waves are bad. It's bad for you, bad for the environment, bad for the food, whatever. Um, there's maybe something to that. Uh, but today I'm going to use the microwave. But when I heat it up, instead of using the recommended settings, I'll usually increase that a bit. So now I'm going to use three minutes for two links. And then I'm going to set the power at 30%. So what you get is this more evenly distributed heating, less likely to kind of overcook some of the food and undercook other parts of it. It gives that heating process some time to distribute the, the warmth and heat evenly throughout those uh, links. So while that's running, I have in my hand now some salad. And you may have seen these hard plastic tubs of salad. There's some that are huge, like the kind you'd buy at Costco, you know, they're 10 pounds of salad or something. But the ones I'm talking about are typically five ounces, so you can hold it in one hand. And you might look at that and think, well, that's enough for maybe two or three people or for several meals. I like to really um, eat as much greens as possible. And I think that uh, it's just good for the body, not just the nutrition of it, but um, it's sort of cleansing, I think, to have a lot of greens going through your system. And salad is one of those things that, you know, unlike, say, canned vegetables, with salad, you're definitely getting fresh green um, nutrients that are as close to nature as possible. The same thing, I guess, is true for when you eat fruits and vegetables that are fresh. I try not to eat foods that are processed too much. Um, and so fresh off the vine or fresh from the ground is great. So I'm gonna pop open this. Now, the reason I like these containers is that the plastic container that's recyclable provide some structure around that salad as it's being stored. And you might end up stacking these, one or two on top of another, and you'll stack those boxes. So there isn't, if you have, let me describe, if you have a bag of salad and you start stacking bags of salad or you just leave a bag of salad in your refrigerator, you've had this happen before. Um, I'm sure I've had it happen before. There's these bags of salad and they sort of flatten and the leaves kind of get smushed together, and then it turns into this 
mush that's sort of smelly and runs out on the refrigerator and then you have to clean the shelf and all that so but it, it's just the salad doesn't last as long and so when you buy salads that are in these tubs it tends to last longer it tends to stay fresh longer and it's easier to stack so that's why i go that route and i get organic salads and here's a tip because you're such a, a faithful follower of the show and the tip is this when you look at salads and this is also true for looking at nuts um take a look at the nutrition panel because you're going to find some salads have a bunch of zeros like the, the nutritional value is pretty limited um and there are other particularly it's true like i say for salad and also for different nuts cashews and almonds from one brand to the next you'll see some amazing nutritional um yields on these so for example the salad i'm looking at right now it has um 30 percent of vitamin a and 15 uh percent let me see oh vitamin k is 250 percent is that yeah anyway just hundreds of percentages um higher than you know competing products as 50 percent of vitamin c so very good nutrition in one serving. So if I'm having like this whole tub, which is like two servings, it says, per container, so you can double those numbers. So that's 500% of my vitamin K that I need. Um, and for vitamin C, it would be 100% of my vitamin C, all from this salad. So you want to find some salads that have quality ingredients and have the right ingredients to offer you a lot of nutritional value because you're taking the time to eat you're spending the money to eat uh there's only so much you can eat in a day you might as well make it count so depending on how hungry i am how much i think i can eat i will just take this tub flip it over drop the whole tub into a big salad bowl there it goes there may be in this case, there's just one small leaf that's wilted and starting to decay. So I'm going to put that in the compost bucket um, just because those aren't as pleasant to eat. And interestingly, um, for those of you who are recycling buffs, when you drop that salad out of this container, usually it'll be pretty clean on the inside. You can just toss that in your recycling collection. Um, so it's very quick and easy to do. Sometimes I'll eat a little bit of the salad before putting any dressing on. And it's just delicious. Um, so that brings us to dressing. And I've tried a lot of dressings, a lot of toppings. For a while I was putting in lots of olives and feta cheese and other things. But these days I, I don't really need those additional items. Um, some people will put nuts on their salad. Uh, raisins or cranberries, dried cranberries, or a lot of things you can do. And whatever works for you, whatever you enjoy, obviously, is fine. But this is what I do is just the salad out of the container. And maybe I'm just trying to save on calories. I'm trying to save on, you know, don't want to have those dried cranberries. Those usually have sugar added. I'm just trying to reduce all of that and reduce expense. You know, that stuff's expensive. So most of the tasty, creamy, 
delicious salad dressings are going to have, you know, 100, 120, 150 calories per two tablespoons. And if you're filling up a bowl, uh, a big bowl with five ounces, two servings of salad, you're going to use more than two tablespoons, okay? Now, I know some people say, oh, just, you know, use a vinaigrette, and I'm, I'm almost there. That's one of those small steps and shifts that I'm planning to take at some point. Um, but this one is, it's a white cheddar vinaigrette. It has 70 calories in two tablespoons. Um, and let's, I always try to double servings because that's usually what happens anyway, right? People are not eating the recommended serving. But if we double it, that's 140 instead of, you know, 300, which is what we would get by doubling another salad dressing serving. Um, Sugars are at one gram, and that would be two grams for two servings. So low sugar, um, low carbs, two grams uh, doubled is four. Uh, so really a, a pretty nice product and actually some protein in there, probably from the cheese. So relatively low in carbs and you know comparatively low in calories tastes amazing. Um, so, you know, what you have to do, really, each person kind of needs to experiment on their own. There's not going to be like, oh, this one salad dressing that, you know, works for everybody. No, that's not going to happen. So you're going to find the one that you like that works for you. And, uh, you know, if that's 300-calorie ranch dressing, then that's what it is. But um, the slow transition that you'll want to make is probably more and more toward healthy oil-based dressings with vinegar or something like that in there. Oil and vinegar type of dressing. Okay, so we have our salad. We have our links. Now, there are different ways you can kind of spice up these links. Um, I'm going to, I usually just kind of put my hand over top of them to get a sense of how warm they are. I'm going to give that just a little more time. One more minute at 30% power. One of the shifts that I've been making is from butter over to a plant-based spread. And in fact, as much as possible, I'd like to get away from animal-based um, products just because they tend to be high in cholesterol and fat and they're expensive in terms of money and also in terms of the impact on the planet. And so um, what I've switched then from butter, I've switched over to Earth Balance Organic Whipped Buttery Spread. And what I like about this is certainly organic is always a good choice. Uh, the salad, by the way, I want to confirm this, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, that's, it's an organic salad. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to try to be a purist and get all stressed out and you know, drive for an hour to get just organic products. That's not going to happen. But I will try to, uh, when very little additional money is required and not too much extra time or effort is required, why not just get organic and support foods that are better for people and better for the environment and support that economy? So I, I do make an effort to do that. So Earth Balance has some non-organic products, but this is their organic one. It tastes great. Um, again, if you're watching cholesterol, this has zero, whereas butter is going to have quite a bit of cholesterol. 80 calories a serving, 
you know, go ahead and plan on doubling that. They're saying 80 calories per one tablespoon. Um, so let's say 160. And it has some of the good fats, but basically it's uh, canola oil, um, soybean oil. It's a, a blend of different vegetable oils. And I, I feel good when I'm eating it. So, you know, they're probably, I, I can search that a little more and find some kind of spread or topping that would be better. What I've recently been trying to shift away from and have done that now is in addition to avoiding the animal-based products and switching over to plant-based products is I'm trying to avoid these toppings that are going to be adding just a lot more calories onto the food and they're not necessary. So um, the, I used to put on you know, a variety of different, maybe a cheese topping or a, uh, some other kind of dressing or something on these different patties. And mayonnaise is certainly a delicious topping for any kind of patties or links. But when I use this buttery spread, the Earth Balance, um, it, it adds just, you know, it enhances the flavor. It doesn't add as many calories as mayonnaise or some other type of topping would. And it's it's just enough. It has it has just adds enough. So uh, you feel like you know you're being a little bit indulgent with that, and you're not paying a huge price. But that right there is the meal. That's that's it. Protein and salad. And then the other huge step is to try to have either water as your beverage, or right now I'm holding a V8 spicy hot. This is not, I would not say a number one choice because it's not organic. It's, what's the expiration on this? It's probably like, yeah, a year from now. So, you know, there's probably some sort of preservatives in there. My preference on vegetable drinks, I'm going to get to that in a minute. I'm just pouring this one. So spicy hot V8. It's tasty. It's probably better than, you know, drinking Pepsi for breakfast. Mm. And it does have a good flavor. But if you're trying to step up your game, let me tell you what you'll want to do. And I see I've run out in the main fridge. And it's a green drink from Trader Joe's. Now, you might hear there's a little bit of walking back and forth, and I'm referring to an auxiliary fridge. We recently upgraded, of sorts, um, the primary refrigerator we have here. It's a two-door. So let me just describe, you know, from maybe from your hand to your elbow is about the width of it in the refrigerator side, and much less in the freezer side. In fact, if I spread my hand, I'm sort of like maybe three inches short of being able to spread my hand across the freezer side. So it's an attractive looking side-by-side -side, um, full-length doors, refrigerator on the right, freezer on the left. The problem is it's a little cramped and you get food in there and then you can't see what's in the back and things go stale and you can't really stock up very easily with just one tiny refrigerator. Uh, side and one small freezer side. So we got a uh, another refrigerator that was quite inexpensive comparatively 
and works great as an auxiliary fridge, and it means you can really stock up on these nutritious foods. A lot of the foods that people stock up on that have a long shelf life, this isn't universally true, but it's largely true, is they're going to have preservatives, right? Unless they're shelf-stable, vacuum-sealed foods, you're looking at, like, again, Doritos and snack foods and things that aren't great. So by having a secondary refrigerator, you can have extra vegetables and fruits and green drinks. So my preferred veggie drink... Um, it reminds me of that line in Wag the Dog. Uh, where's my veggie shake, Ramon? Okay, so my uh, preferred veggie green drink is just a gold mine. It's from Trader Joe's. It's organic. Cold press juice beverage. Cold pressed green drink. There are a lot of these like smoothie drinks you can get in a bottle. Many of those are like have... 50 grams of carbs, they're pure sugar. And maybe it's fruit sugar in some of those, it's fruit sugar, but you're getting more sugar than you would if you drank the Pepsi for breakfast in some of those smoothies. So this has seven grams of carbs per serving, and that's four grams of sugars in an eight ounce. And let's say you double it, okay, so eight grams of sugar, 14 grams of carbs. But you probably won't need more than eight ounces. I mean, this is just some really delicious juice. And so it's not over the top. They, they haven't added like 10 bananas to it or whatever to make it like super, super sweet. Um, it has, in an eight ounce serving, you're going to get one cucumber, two stalks of celery, a quarter of a grapefruit, a quarter head of green leaf lettuce, one leaf of green chard, one small wedge of lemon, one leaf of kale, two leaves of spinach, eight sprigs of parsley, and a teaspoon of mint tea. So it is like superfood in a bottle. Um, just really amazing. And so I'll just, you know, shake that up, and you'll see there's quite a bit of settling of contents. You'll get sort of a dense green-colored uh, settling at the bottom, you know, the contents there, and then the top of it gets rather clear. But once you shake it, it's all very green. Now, what I like about this green drink is the flavor is great. It's in that sweet spot that I mentioned uh, where you don't want to be having something that's too delicious that you're going to overdo it and that it's not delicious enough so you never want to have it again. Um, so it has that, that great flavor. And there's a little bit of what you would think of as pulp if it was orange juice. You know, it's like you get like a little bit of texture of these different veggies that are cold pressed. And because it's cold pressed, it's not heated up. It's it's basically like you went out and got fresh veggies and just pressed it and made juice. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. Now, I should tell you one time we were at one of these uh, kind of fancy grocery stores in downtown Iowa City. And I saw some fresh pressed, cold pressed juices and I started drinking those and they were amazing. Um, just really amazing. I, I loved them, but they were expensive. It was like, I think $5 a bottle. And I thought, you know, this is such a ripoff. We are going to start making juice at home and we're going to show these people. So you know, we went out and got one of these like 
really expensive. I, it's like a few hundred dollars juicer, cold press juicing. Um, they call it masticating juicer where it's like just at slow speed. It's grinding all the juice out of these veggies. And the thing is, first, you've got to go out and get a lot of veggies to make one glass of juice. So you have these piles of different vegetables out, that list that I just read to you, something like that. And um, then you, t- you take the process of juicing, takes some time, but it's expensive. Like there's just a lot of veggies that go into one little glass. And usually you'd make more than a glass, but not too much because it goes bad, right? So it became a whole process. And finally, I realized, you know, it's easier just to get like this nice cold pressed juice from Trader Joe's and save time and save money. Um, so in this first episode, that is basically what I wanted to cover is like these foundational foods. And when I say foundational, it's like you start your day with essential ingredients that you want to make sure you don't get into a busy day and then miss out on. So the protein, the veggies, And then what I might do mid-morning or maybe even just for my entire lunch is to put some, um, maybe one banana and a couple of cups, maybe two cups of fresh, wild, frozen blueberries and mix in some non-frozen blueberries. Sometimes I'll do that. So fresh um, blueberries as well. The frozen ones are nice because you can stock up on them easily. They don't go bad, and it adds that cold base to this shake or smoothie that you make. I have been, um, up until recently, I've been using milk as the additional you know, liquid that I put in with that smoothie. And I recently tried some Elmhurst cashew milk, they call it, um, that was really good. So I think that's going to be my next step is getting away from using like this organic whole milk, which tastes great and whatever, but it's super high in cholesterol and calories. Um, I'm going to try to switch over to cashew milk. It's relatively from Elmhurst 1925, uh, is the company. It, if I remember correctly, has seven grams of carbs or something like that. So um, you know, put in a, a generous amount, maybe it's 14 grams of carbs, but not a super amount, but had just a, an amazing flavor. So I just need to pick some of that up at the store and continue to make this shift away f- um, from the old foods to the plant-based foods that are tasty and saving the planet and healthy for people. Um, but that, that would be a lunch. And then, you know, later in the day, I might have more salad and more protein or there are some nice frozen, uh, the ones I like are Indian style foods from Trader Joe's and some other options from Trader Joe's that you can have that aren't going to mess up your diet and they don't feel at all um, like you're making a sacrifice. And then I like to keep in the kitchen, here's a couple of, you know, they don't make up 90% of my diet, but they're an important part of it. I get these um, organic mint cream dark chocolate sort of balls of mint chocolate in a dark chocolate coating. Uh, The brand is Alter Eco. And, you know, if you're needing something rich, something sweet, um, I I like those as a choice because they're they're really satisfying. And again, they're that type of flavor that it's definitely tasting good, but you don't feel like you need to eat the whole box. Similarly, from Trader Joe's, there are these 
extra dark chocolate wedges, 73% uh, Belgian chocolate. And these things, like this one is, I put the date on foods when I shop because I want to kind of know when it was purchased. That means I can go back to the receipt easily and figure out, you know, what store if I needed to take something back or if I had a question. But anyway, this was purchased in March, so it's over a month ago. This little tin is still sitting here. So, you know, these are really, really rich, rich, dense foods that you're probably not going to overindulge on. You're going to get satisfied right away. Um, honey's another nice little snack, but super high in carbs and sugar equivalent. But when you do have honey, I really like for Iowa, for our area, there's something called Pure Iowa Raw Honey from Albert Honey Company in Linville, Iowa. 50153 is the zip. Um, if you have this raw honey, you're getting some of the, uh, well, if you have any kind of allergies, it's almost like anti-allergens for your region. At least that's what I've, I've read. Maybe I read that in some tabloids. I don't know how scientific that is, but it makes sense that these bees are going around and they're getting pollen from your own local uh, plants and such and creating this honey. But it's good and you're supporting local um, industry. So that's that's something to do. And another local thing I like to support is coffee, roasted coffee beans. Some communities, like Iowa City, have local roasters. There might be one, two, or more local roasters that get the coffee beans, they roast it, and sell it either ground or as um, beans in bags. So I like to get that. And again, some days... When possible, I will skip the coffee and I'll skip the banana blueberry milkshake thing um, just to kind of keep my uh, carb intake down, keep the sugar intake down, try not to have the body too over-energized, which would make it hard to sleep uh, or harder to sleep at night. Um, here's another occasional item, which is uh, Chowan Prush. It's spelled C-H-Y... A-W-A-N-P-R-A-S-H from the company is Dabur, D-A-B-U-R. Um, and this has, I won't even take time because it wouldn't, I mean, I don't even have enough time today to read this full list of things, but let me just read you a few of what is in here. Is um, rose flower, uh, country mallow, wild green graham, horse vine, uh, featherful plant, cork swallowwort uh, plant. Anyway, just like this long list of all these different plants, Irish root, saffron, cinnamon. Um, anyway, the list just goes on sandalwood even. Um, all these superfoods are in this paste. And the, the primary ingredient is, uh, I think, omelet extract, it says. No, um, lucky. Anyway, it's a long list. And they have honey is in there, and sugar is in there, so you don't want to overdo it on this. But you might look into that if you're looking for, like, a quick, easy spoonful of superfoods. That is a common Indian um, treat, I guess you could say. And... That's basically it. You know, I could I could summarize also by saying what I'm generally looking for for my diet is foods that are going to be offering me some sort of 
protein or nutrients without a lot of calories, without a lot of fat, and without a lot of carbs. Um, I'm going to grab a couple more items here from the fridge. We have a local salsa manufacturer uh, called Cheryl's, Cheryl's Salsa, and I believe they're in, yeah, Wellman, Iowa, and the company's called Ken and Cheryl's. They have some really good salsa. You're going to want to take, if you ever get the chance, um, if you're in the area and you can get some of this, but you, you would want to take like a huge soup spoon and just start eating this stuff. You don't even need chips. It's like that delicious. Uh, it's sort of like a gazpacho, like a cold, spicy tomato um, soup, essentially. So that's a, a really nice snack. It has onions, peppers. Uh, um, let's see what else is in here. Garlic, salt, cumin, cilantro, etc. But that's that's a fun snack. Super low in um, carbs and low in calories and whatever. Very satisfying. Another one is cottage cheese. I'm, I'm probably going to shift away from that because I'm wanting to go more plant-based. But cottage cheese is high in protein. 12 grams of protein for half a cup, and half a cup is not a lot. So if you have a cup, that's 24 grams of protein. 110 calories, so 220 for double serving. Um, but then you get the fat and you get the cholesterol in there too. But uh, for a lot of people, if they're not worried about that, cottage cheese is a great snack. Tastes good, easy to quick and easy to serve. Uh, it goes well with other foods. And then also yogurt. Now, my latest favorite is some non-fat organic yogurt from Trader Joe's. 70 calories in three-quarter cup and seven grams of protein. So again, doubling servings, let's say we have 140 calories, 14 grams of protein. Carbs would be 22 in that double serving. So there's 11 grams of carbs for one serving. Um, so I don't know, I, I may keep something like low-fat yogurt as a staple in my diet because uh, it does help with digestion and there are other benefits. You know, and some other items I see a little bit toward the back there are, and this is another uh, life hack, I guess. You may not have thought to try this, but um, dressings, tomato dressings. And um, here, I'm going to get this and read to you what this is. So this is a tomato basil marinara from Trader Joe's. This is another thing. You can just like drink this stuff. It is really good. Um, and it has tomato puree, diced tomatoes, tomato juice, of course, onions, garlic, uh, virgin olive oil, oregano, basil, parsley. It's, it's just really tasty. So you could probably have it on some foods. I would not be having that on pasta because I'm trying to avoid the carbs of pasta, but it gives you like the flavor and pasta experience. And uh, it's really quite good. So you could have that in a bowl or just have a cup of that. I don't know if that's going to be your thing, but I certainly like it. Um, oh, and here's another tip too. Again, Trader Joe's. At some point, I'll have to do like an episode at Trader Joe's and give you like a tour of that store if you've not experienced it um, or if you haven't really explored it. But this is Chili Onion Crunch. This, again, is one of those things you could just eat directly without putting it on anything. But it is a combination of 
dried onions, olive oil, garlic, dried red bell peppers, crushed chili peppers, um, paprika. It's just amazing. It's like crunchy and oily and great on other foods. And in fact, on these uh, protein links, it would probably be good on those. So, okay, well, that is a pretty good rundown of the morning routine, which I feel is like one of the most important uh, that's going to cover the foods that are going to make up, you know, 80 or 90% of what your diet is. And then the other little items that you fill in along the way. I, I didn't mention nuts uh, in much detail, but I find nuts, if you get the right ones, can be great source of uh, nutrients, lots of minerals as well. But basically, that's that's it. And um, so for people that have been wondering, like, what foods I eat, what foods I don't eat, it's pretty narrow. I try to keep it pretty narrow. Odds and ends get thrown in there eventually, but uh, mostly it's the salad and the protein and nutritious um, veggie drinks and lots of water, lots of water. So I hope you found this interesting and I'll probably, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, it's most likely you're somebody who asked me, hey, what do you eat? And this, I sent you a link to this podcast, but if you stumbled on it, that's great. If you have any questions, um, feel free to reach out to me through uh, the podcast contact information or at resourcesforlife.com or my personal site, which is aboutgregjohnson.com. You can subscribe to the podcast on um, a variety of different platforms where podcasts are found. Um, So that's about it. And thanks again for all of the uh, likes and the subscribes and the sharing and comments. I really appreciate that. Look forward to sharing with you again soon. Take care. This is an addendum to episode four, Kitchen Talk, about foods that I try to eat daily and some nutrition thoughts. I forgot to mention that in the evenings, I usually make two cups, uh, two separate glasses of herbal tea, and I like to get that steeped at night and then put those in the refrigerator so when I wake up in the morning, I can have a fresh, cool cup of herbal tea, and I'm not making noises in the kitchen that might wake up someone else in the home. So uh, that's one point. And herbal tea is a great addition to your daily routine. Also, supplements. I didn't talk about supplements, and that's important to me. I've done some studies on what superfoods are ideal for different uh, vitamin and mineral needs that we have, essential vitamins and minerals. And there are certainly a lot of foods that are, you know, plentiful um, in vitamin A, vitamin C, uh, etc. And so you certainly want to be, you know, choosing those foods when you can. But there are some nutritional needs that we have, like magnesium or potassium or vitamin D, that you're probably not going to get an abundance of in the foods you're eating. So you might think, oh, well, I'll just have a banana and that has some potassium, you're going to need like 10 bananas. Um, There's just not much available that has a lot of potassium. Coconut uh, water does. Um, There's some green drinks that do. There's a a drink, actually, the one I mentioned from Trader Joe's, that organic green drink, that has a lot of potassium in it. 
Um, and Evolution makes a green drink that's low in sugar, super high in potassium. I'm talking, I think it's like 600, 800, um, is it milligrams is what that is anyway. But the point is, you could probably, if you really drank a lot of those green drinks that are high in potassium, you could get your potassium. But anyway, you're probably going to want some sort of supplement for calcium, magnesium, potassium, D, and other things that just are not found in the typical diet. And even, you know, all the best uh, planning and wishes that, you know, let's say in one week you decide you're really just going to go ahead and eat 20 bananas every day. Um, you can't keep that up forever. You know, eventually these things, we lose interest or no longer want to do so. Um, or, you know, if you're eating like um, five pounds of spinach every day because you're going to get your vitamins that way, you're better off just eating normal amounts of food and then getting supplements for where you feel you're lacking. So anyway, hey, thank you again for listening and look forward to sharing more with you soon. Take care.